Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was Resident Evil 3, and the games coming out this week include Fishing Sim World Pro Tour Collector's Edition, Space Engineers, Vampire the Masquerade, Coteries of New York, Journey to the Savage Planet, Hot Garbage, Save Your Nuts, Cairo Gear, and Sinker. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and we have seven to cover this week. Number one, Inside Xbox April 2020 Episode News Recap. This is by Will Tuttle on Xbox Wire. Today on our first Inside Xbox of 2020, we get a closer look at the single-player campaign in Grounded, the upcoming survival adventure game from our friends at Obsidian Entertainment, reveal the latest Xbox Game Pass titles, discuss the recently revealed Xbox Series X tech, and give viewers the skinny on the most important things to know about the upcoming Gears tactics. Go big or never go home when Obsidian Entertainment's Grounded. Obsidian Entertainment announced upcoming survival adventure game Grounded onto our Xbox Game Preview with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and Steam Early Access on July 28, 2020. As part of today's announcement, the team also revealed a brand new trailer focusing on the single-player experience for Grounded and a first-ever live stream with Obsidian Entertainment's game director Adam Brennicky and social media manager Shyla Schofield, which gave a closer look at the game. The evolution of Xbox Game Bar continues. We're continuing the evolution of Xbox Game Bar, the customizable gaming overlay built into Windows 10 for PC. Starting today, insiders will have access to apps from partners like Razer, XSplit, and Intel directly from the Xbox Game Bar through new widgets. No more having to alt-tab to separate apps while gaming. Announcing more great titles hitting Xbox Game Pass. We're thrilled to announce that on April 13th, Xbox Game Pass will be expanding to Japan and Korea. Xbox Game Pass for PC will launch in beta for gamers in Korea and will be included as part of the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Benefits, which is already available for gamers in the region, while all Xbox Game Pass services for console and PC will come to Japan for the first time. We also share new titles joining the Xbox Game Pass libraries across console and PC, including Elvestia Chronicles, Journey to the Savage Planet, Overcooked 2, Football Manager 2020, Mistover, and Stranger Things 3 The Game. Project xCloud Preview adds more great games from EA. We've added even more titles to the Project xCloud Preview. Beginning today, participants can play three more great games from EA on their Android phones or tablets, including The Sims 4, Unravel 2, and Dragon Age Inquisition. Additionally, this morning we announced that the Project xCloud Preview will be heading to 11 new countries across Western Europe. Forza Street races onto mobile on May 5th. Get your engines ready, Forza Street is coming to your iOS or Android devices on May 5th. Set sail with CFD's free Ships of Fortune update. Prospective pirates get a look at the new CFD's Ships of Fortune update arriving later this month. Ships of Fortune adds new depth to the game's trading companies, allowing players the option to represent their favorite trading companies as emissaries for boosted rewards and exclusive cosmetic items. What's more and new, a mysterious company known as the Reaper's Bones is also making their debut tasking players with pillaging rival ships and taking their emissary flags and loot as trophies. And a new batch of ID Xbox games is coming to Xbox One. In today's show, we took a look at a brand new game called The Last Campfire, a dark fantasy from developer Hello Games that combines a beautiful art style with a wide variety of puzzles to create a whole unique experience. There is also a new trailer from Atomicrops, an action-packed farming simulator where you most cultivate and defend the last farm in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Finally, it was announced that the action-packed top-down shooter Hotline Miami collection is not only coming to Xbox One, but it is actually available right now. I thought this was a fine Inside Xbox showcase. It did not have any major announcements, but highlighted in some of the cool things that us Xbox gamers can learn and appreciate for the months to come. Number two, Microsoft plans to hold digital-only events until July 2021. 
Microsoft has confirmed that all internal and external in-person events will be swapped out for digital experiences instead due to the COVID-19 pandemic. According to an email sent to Microsoft MVPs, all events have been shifted for a digital format until July 2021. The news means that Microsoft will not be present at this year's Gamescom if it still plans to go ahead, and most likely next year's GDC and E3. Microsoft has confirmed to PC Gamer that the new strategy is going ahead, but doesn't say how long or for if next year's gaming events will be effective. A spokesperson from the company said, quote, in light of the challenges presented by COVID-19, we are adjusting our event calendar and strategy. For the remainder of 2020, we are embracing the opportunity to experiment with new platforms to provide our partners, customers, and developers the highest quality, digital-first experiences, end quote. The ESA has recently announced the dates for next year's E3, with the show running from June 15th to the 17th. If Microsoft is to stick with its initial estimate of only providing digital events until July 2021, this means that next year's E3 could be a bit of a quiet one with no Sony or Microsoft to showcase their games. Microsoft has already said that for this year's canceled E3, it will hold a digital showcase for its upcoming games and console, the Xbox Series X. Obviously, this is a little disappointing, but the right move to make given everything with the COVID-19 pandemic. Since Phil Spencer taking over, I have really enjoyed every E3 press conference they have had. I hope they can capture the same magic of that in a digital event, but only time will tell. Number 3. Cyberpunk 2077, full-blown next-gen version coming to Xbox Series X after console launch. Jordan Gearbook at GamesRadar writes, CD Projekt Red has confirmed that Cyberpunk 2077 will be getting a proper next-gen upgrade on the Xbox Series X, and will be free to anyone who owns the game on Xbox One. Quote, in terms of Microsoft console, like I said, we have officially confirmed both the update and the cross-gen availability, meaning that you'll be able to play the game from the get-go on the next-gen, end quote, said CD Projekt Red SVP of Business Development, Mikhail Nowakowski, according to Video Games Chronicle. Quote, however, when it comes to a proper full-blown next-gen version, that's going to come later. We haven't announced when, and I don't have a new comment here on that, end quote. Nowakowski specifies that the next-gen version of Cyberpunk 2077 is only confirmed for Xbox Series X at the moment, pointing to Microsoft's smart delivery program, which makes next-gen versions of current-gen games free to anyone who's bought the current-gen version. Cyberpunk 2077 will work with Microsoft's smart delivery program, but Sony has yet to announce a comparable system to support cross-gen releases. Really cool to learn that Xbox gamers will both get the options for the free upgrade to Cyberpunk 2077 via the backwards compatibility and smart delivery, but also a proper next-gen Xbox Series X launch. Number 4. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Season 3 patch buffs shotguns and adds new maps. Austin Gosselin of Polygon writes, The third season of Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and it's three new maps, two new guns, and a new operator, and that's just on day one. There will be new multiplayer modes, another new map, new weapons, and a few extra additions to Call of Duty Warzone as the season progresses. Modern Warfare's new maps are Havoc Sawmill and Anaya Incursion, as well as Talisk Backlot, a remake of Call of Duty 4's most popular maps. These maps are available in any of the game's multiplayer game modes and have been added to the matchmaking pool. Later on in the season, Infinity Ward will add a map called Hardhat to the the game, which looks like a remake of Modern Warfare 3 map of the same name. As for Guns, Season 3 adds the SKS, a new long-range marksman rifle, and the Renetti pistol. Along with the season's new additions, Modern Warfare's latest patch also takes aim at balancing some of the game's shotguns by giving them a few buffs. The Model 680 slugs now have a tighter pallet spread, and the hip fire spread for the VLK Rogue shotgun is a bit tighter as well. Along with these two specific buffs, all shotguns will now have decreased spread when you aim down your sights, so they'll be a little more accurate when it matters most. According to Infinity Ward's Season 3 roadmap, there are plans for a new wars in game mode called Scopes and Scatter Guns later this season. While there isn't a description of this mode, it sounds like a lot like Sniper and shotguns, which would be a huge change from Warzone's normal assault rifle heavy meta. Seems like all good news for all of us Call of Duty Modern Warfare fans. I've been recently playing a lot of Warzone on PC, and I am very excited to hear that there is a lot of rumors pointing to a duos mode coming.
coming to the Warzone game. Number 5. Saints Row 3 Remastered announced for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Ryan McCaffrey at IGN writes, Saints Row 3, the hit 2011 open-world crime comedy action-adventure, is being remastered for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It will be released on May 22nd under the same name, Saints Row the Third Remastered. Saints Row 3 is arguably the most beloved in the long-running crime and mayhem franchise, in which you, as the head of the Third Street Gangs in Steelport, have built an empire. Naturally, there are challenges to the Saints' throne, and chaos ensues. You'll jump out of airplanes, ride in convertibles with hungry tigers, appear on life-threatening reality TV shows, and more. The remaster will include 30-plus pieces of DLC, and the game world has been given a visual upgrade. New weapon models, car models, lighting, and more headlines, the improvements on the offer here. I only played a few hours of the first Saints Row game, but I know there are huge fans out there, so this should be good news for them. Number 6. Echo officially joins the Overwatch roster next week. Matthew Olsen at US Gamer writes, Now that Echo's been put through the paces on the PC's public pest realm, it's nearly time for her to officially join Overwatch. On Tuesday, April 14th, she'll be added to Overwatch's regular servers on all platforms, becoming the game's 32nd hero and its latest damage role character. Echo got her origin story short when she was first revealed as Overwatch's next hero, but her roots in Overwatch lore go all the way back to 2018's reunion short. Her second appearance was in the cinematic reveal for Overwatch 2, as explained back at BlizzCon 2019. All the current playable characters in Overwatch will be carried over to Overwatch 2, and owners of the original game will be able to enjoy all the sequel's new PvP content not just the PvE. Game director Jeff Kaplan has confirmed that Echo is the last new hero being added to Overwatch until the release of Overwatch 2. So far, Blizzard hasn't said anything about when we can expect the sequel to come out. I enjoyed Overwatch, but it never got its grips in me. I played it at launch for a little while with my friends, and I can recognize that it's a great game, so more characters are always better. And number 7, Resident Evil 8 will release in 2021, feature significant thematic departures, report says. Joseph Noop and IGN writes, First person Resident Evil 8 will release sometime in 2021 for current and next-gen consoles and will feature more serious departures from the mainline series, according to a new report from Video Game Chronicle. VGC reports that they have verified the information provided by known Resident Evil leaker Dusk Gollum on Twitter that said take the following information with a massive grain of salt, as previous reports from Dusk Gollum on a soft reboot for Silent Hill were later squashed by Konami. So the track record thus far isn't entirely perfect. Column stated on Twitter that Resident Evil 8 was previously a third Resident Evil Revelations game, which transitioned to a mainline title after positive feedback, and that it will feature new mechanics and themes like insanity, hallucinations, occultism, and not being able to trust others. Column's internal sources appear to be playtesters or Capcom ambassador program members, basically fans who act as playtesters and possibly influencers. Column also stated that a gameplay sequence of Resident Evil 8 has been leaked to him, featuring a sequence where you're in a village with multiple routes trying to make your way to a castle being attacked by beastmen, zombies in armor with swords, and a witch that laughs a lot. According to VGC, it will again feature Resident Evil 7 protagonist, Ethan Winters. Capcom has not commented on the supposed leak yet, so again, take these statements for what they are, rumors. If true, this would make Resident Evil 8 the third RE game to release in three consecutive years. And that last note, as a huge Resident Evil fan, is why I'm so happy and excited. I've loved Resident Evil 2 Remake, Resident Evil 3 Remake, was a great time, and I can't wait to see what they do with the next mainline title. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is a quick note on the teraflops of the Xbox One and Series X. Credit to Steven Tabley at PushSquare.com. So what is a teraflop? The teraflop or T-flop is essentially a mathematical measurement of a computer's power. Without going too fancy, a teraflop translates to a computer being able to process 1 trillion calculations a second. The Xbox One standard launch had 1.31 teraflops, the Xbox One S was at 1.4 teraflops, the Xbox One X at 6 teraflops, and our new shiny Xbox Series X to come out this year is at 12 teraflops of power. Doesn't mean too much, but when you read about it, it is really cool to see that again, Xbox Series X, like the Xbox One X, will be the most powerful console on the market. 
Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I've been playing Resident Evil 3, which I beat in one sitting and very much enjoyed my time with it, playing a lot of World of Warcraft on PC and Warzone on PC. I have dabbled in a Plague Tales Innocence on Xbox Game Pass for console, and have also been enjoying my time with that. My name is Brian Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week. Please stay safe and keep on gaming.